Welcome to Everything Rodeo, where we separate champions from the rest of the crowd. We'll take you down the trail of someone's life, a long haul to a rodeo, and our everyday adventures. So brace yourself, because it's fixing to be a wild ride. We're your hosts, Nace Renfrey and Cody Stanley. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here, live episode at the Downtown Christmas Expo here in Las Vegas at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. Day number four, round number three tonight of the NFR. Um, been good action. Rocker won the bareback riding again last night. Um, we got with us Aaron Brisbane from New South Wales, Australia, now residing in America. Yeah, mate. Yeah, um... <laughs> I'm up in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, or Liberty, Missouri. Uh, I'm actually a veterinarian up there. Um, I've been over here 31 years. I come over when I was 18 years of age. Back in 1992, half of you guys weren't even born then. Giving your age away. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, mate, so I come over here rodeoing. Um, I landed in the country, and I was flying to different colleges and universities to uh, look at rodeo colleges. Gotcha. And that I, uh, oh, flew, one of my places I flew up to was Casper, Wyoming. Went up to Casper there. Um, it was good. I roped some calves up there in practice pan and rode some bulls for them. The coach offered me a, a little deal, a scholarship deal. And, um, but I didn't end up going to Casper. I got in trouble with the policeman. What'd you do? Well, I was <laughs> at a party, a college party. Everyone's at a college party. And, you know, and I didn't know, but I was 18, so I'm in the passenger seat, and coppers pull us over, and, you know, he pulls over, and it's like, you know, what's going on? And they're knocking on my window, and I'm waving to them, beer in my hand, waving <laughs> to them. <laughs> and, you know, they say, hey, what's, how old are you? It's like, oh, 18? You ain't allowed to drink. What are you doing here? You know, and so they end up actually locking me in jail. So two o'clock in the morning, I called the rodeo coach. Said, "Hey, coach, can you come get me out of jail?" And that, so uh, you know, he he was a good guy. Um, and that, but yeah. So the next morning, nine o'clock in the morning, they they let me um, they let me you know get out of jail. So that was Sunday morning. So then, it's kind of funny. Monday morning, um, I had to. I had to go back to Casper. I had to go to court. I had to go and face a judge Monday morning. So, you know, there's me, like, you know, minor in possession of alcohol. So the guy in front of me had skipped bail in four or five states. The guy behind me, I think, got into some fights and wasn't a good guy. And I'm little minor in possession of alcohol. I had handcuffs on my feet <laughs> and my hands. So it scared me a little bit. So... I thought, you know, if I'm in Casper, I'm probably going to go to another college party. I didn't want to get caught again, so yeah. I am to go somewhere else. Yeah. So, when you was was up there in Casper, um, I forgot where I was even going to go with this. So you you was up in Casper. You did you try riding some bulls and stuff up yeah, there? Yeah, it was and, it was really, dry out. Yeah, or? it was it was good. So um, so I landed, you know, I landed straight from Hawaii to Denver, Colorado, and a long time ago they used to have a thing called the NARC Finals, North mm -hmm. American Rodeo Commission. It's all the amateur associations. They'd get together and have a big world finals. They had it in South Carolina for a number of years. They had it in El Paso for a bunch. So this is again, you know, in the eighties and nineties, and uh, so I, you know. I'd sort of um, these people in in Colorado, uh, Wiggins, Colorado. Um, they used to have calf horses, head and heel and horse and barrel horses. Australians, New Zealanders would come over and use them. So I called these people on the phone and said, "Hey, 
um, I'm Joe Bloke. Someone gave me a number. Can you guys pick me up from the airport? You know, I'll stay a day or so and leave you alone. So I didn't know who it was, but they're good people. So they picked me up and four months later i leave their place i bought old crippled, crippled calf horse off them they gave me a big old conner van you know one of them yeah not real creeper van things yeah a big old conner van a little two-horse trailer so um you know so they let me drive around in that and do that so i'd rope calves a little bit and ride bulls and that's what i mainly did is ride bulls where did you end up going to college so um there that all summer of 92 i was in um I was in Colorado there at, um, I wish I could remember the fair, and there was a young guy that rode bulls really, really good. His name was Ty Ronaldo. He won the world, I'm going to say in 1990, the college world in 1990, um, Ty, and he was there, they rode bulls, and I don't know, he was first, or I was second or something, and in the bull riding, he come up, what are you doing here? So I'm trying to go to school. So, well, what are you going to, where are you going? I said, oh, I don't know, I'm still looking. So he said, call my coach. Well, shoot, I hadn't even got home. No cell phones back then. You know, I hadn't even got back to these people's place yet. The coach had already called and he said, hey, I want to offer you a deal at Fort Scott, Kansas. That was Coach Luffy. Mm -hmm. John Luffy, pretty good guy. Been around for a long time. Just retired last year from coaching. I think he was coaching for, uh, I think, 30, 35 years, Coach uh, Luffy. He was at Fort Scott for a number of years then went over to Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, and that so so I went there so I left um, you know I went over coach off me a good deal and shoot I didn't have nothing I had that old crippled calf horse and the O'Connell van um, and you know I went to Fort Scott I'd still got a blanket and coach Luffy's mother-in-law had a you know gave him a blanket you know when they got married so they gave me the blanket because I had no blanket to sleep on <laughs> so they gave me a blanket and uh, Shoot, I've still got it at home. So that's awesome. So is the reason you became a vet because you was having to doctor the old crippled calf horse all the time, <laughs> and you're like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, I was been. You know what? I had a. Oh, I was nine or ten. I had a little bitty Shetland pony, Patches, mm -hmm. little black and white Shetland pony, and old Patches. He actually got hit by a car in Australia. You know, so I was mm -hmm. yeah, back in Australia. So he got hit by a car. So for about eighteen months, we had him in and out of the cast and doctoring him and whatever else and. Back then, I said I wanted to be a veterinarian, but before that, I wanted to rodeo. Yeah, and that. So, um, yeah. Where'd you go to vet school at, mate? So, um, so yeah. So '92, I landed, went to Fort Scott, rodeoed there. You know, Jeff Collins who won the world in bareback riding. He was rodeoing at the same time. It's crazy, guys. Um, '92, '94 at Fort Scott. If you look at you know the parents that were the guys that were with me, mm -hmm. you look at some of the kids now that are rodeoing. Tegan Smith. You know, so Tegan Smith, uh, his dad, Brent Smith, went to school with me. Ken, Ken Mason, Coach Ken Mason yeah. from Missouri Valley. Yeah. Um, you know, he was on the rodeo team there. Um, Colby Youngenhow is that NEO, yeah. the coach. You know, they were all on this rodeo team. It was pretty, it was pretty hot. Yeah. Pretty packed full yeah. of talent. Yeah, we were pretty lucky, yeah, to be, to be around them guys. So, um, so, yeah, 92, I landed then, you know, rodeoed a little bit, did some pro rodeos and, and, and some amateur rodeos, Missouri Rodeo Cowboys and United Rodeo Association. And, and I never really, I just wanted to ride bulls. And it was it was pretty good to me. Um, I know I won a little amateur deal, Euro year end '94. Um, but I that PRCA deal, the Great Lakes. See, I I was second or third one year, fourth or fifth another year. But they wouldn't let me go because back then the rodeo count was even stronger. I was out of state. I was out of country. 
So I had to do 20 odd rodeos and I never got to that many, but so they would never let me go to the great, to the circuit finals wow. and that. So, um, so, you know, so I rode bulls a little bit and then 94. So, you know, 90, um, you know, I rode at 94 to 96. Um, and it was, I was pretty lucky it, it got on good. And then I got into vet school in 96. 96. So mate, I went to Columbia, Missouri, okay. University of Missouri in Columbia. Um, and uh, I shot horses a little bit, so you know, worked worked to try to go down the road to rodeo, mm -hmm. and so you know, it was really really good to me. Um, but I actually I was ended up in I was ended in Cheyenne, so it would be in July of you know July of '96, and actually a bull that was around Missouri, big yellow bull. Um, someone told me his name the other day, Todd Craze, up there in Iowa. He's pretty good on trivia mm -hmm. with the rodeo stuff. Um, so. Um, he told me what the bull's name was. He hadn't been rode, I think, ever in Big Muley. And I, I rode him at a bull ride there in Platte City, Platte City, Missouri. Uh, I rode him a bull ride. And right at the end, he didn't know what to do. So he reared up, jumped on, fell on my leg. So, you know, he fell on my leg. And I was kind of a little bit sore on that leg or whatever else. And then um, got on the short go and fell off like a fat lady. <laughs> In the short go, but they actually think short goes will get you every time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then um, I went to. I uh, had they actually took me to the hospital. Well, I was bleeding inside. I ripped muscle off my femur, Ooh. and I had a big old hematoma. So they had to stop the bleeding and whatever else. So, yeah. so you know, I was accepted. You know, in August I was starting vet school. Mm -hmm. So I was actually in. Vet, I was on crutches going to vet school, and. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to get out. I ain't real smart, but you know, if I see something once, I kind of remember it. But I'm not real smart at all. But, but so I got you know in the vet school. So, mate, it's probably a blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Um, I love the rodeo. Love it. You know, it's what I've always done. What I've always wanted to do. But, you know, getting hurt. I was on crutches in vet school, and I stayed in vet school and stuck with it. So now I've got a mixed animal practice used to be 100% equine up in uh, Brisbane Veterinary Services in Smithville, Missouri, up the north part of, of Kansas City. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. So you stuck around out there. Yeah, mate. Like, <laughs> dropped the pin and stayed there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was lucky. Um, so, you know, so I've been over here, and, like I said, been over here and then, um, you know, all that time, wife and had three awesome girls. Um, very, very lucky there and that. And then, you know, so I rodeoed and then, so from vet school, um, you know, I was there a vet school and that, and then now, you know, my wife now, that I, um, my wife, she ropes a bunch now. She's got two daughters that ride and rope a lot, yeah. um, you know, and so my wife Brandy. So, you know, that's kind of what we're doing over here too. We're roping here now. Yeah. Are you open to the World Series Finals? Yeah, mate. Uh, so I'm in the number 11 there, okay. uh, the number 11. Um, a guy from Canada, no Americans will rope with me. So <laughs> I actually <laughs> roped with this guy, um, oh, Lucky Jay in yeah. Carthage, oh, yeah. Missouri. I roped with him. Um, I don't know. He was down in Arkansas and then we roped and we won a little bit of money. And a couple of weeks later, he called me and said, hey, will you, you go to the World Series? I said, oh, yeah, will you rope with me? I said, yeah, that'd be great. You know, this guy ropes good, yeah, really good. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. When's that? When's the number 11? Mate, number 11 is going to be, uh, that's going to be uh, Wednesday morning, 8 o'clock Wednesday morning. Uh, I rope yeah. right at 9 o'clock. Nice. Yeah. We'll have to come try to see you. I don't know. We got this booth going on, but it'd be cool to come watch you. Yeah. So. All right, yeah. so you're from Australia. So we, we had a, a, a women's ranch bronc on, and she talked about how one of the ladies that came and rode was from Australia. And she talked about Vegemite. 
yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a really salty. It looks like oh, they talk about it. it looks it's like, like tar to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they talk it like it looks like that catfish bait. Yeah, stink bait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say you're black, Tarly. It's very, very salty. Do you like it? Oh, yeah, mate. It's good. Yeah, I'll put it on a piece of toast. Brandy, do you like Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an acquired taste, guys. Yeah. 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 It must be the Australian taste. So, buds. what do you do? You eat it on like toast? Yeah, on toast. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of a lot of people eating on toast. Yep. But yeah, but in pretty know. thin. You don't, you don't, you don't sl- want to over slaver, slaver it on. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, a jar lasts you a long time. Yeah, I had a long time. Yes, and mate. the jars are, are they very big? Yeah, there's some pretty oh. big jars. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's some pretty big jars. So. <laughs> that lasts you like four years. Oh, shit, it's got so much salt and it never goes off. <laughs> you know, you can get out of the fridge after a couple of years, it's still good. Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's I preserved. Guess. Yeah, yes. very. Yeah. All right, so talking a little bit about the language barrier, like you, you still have your accent, I'm sure you'll have it the rest of your life, but there's a couple words that you say, like mate. Is that kind of like us Americans saying man, man. or like yeah guy hey guy hey guy yeah yeah, yeah. what about what about bloody bloody is that, is that English or yeah what? no it is okay. it's us too okay. you know bloody oaf so you know fair it, dinkum fair dinkum yeah, means dinkum. yeah fair dinkum so what's that like yeah that's right fair dinkum fair dinkum yeah yeah that's I'm gonna right. start saying that <laughs> yeah <Fair> dinkum <laughs> so in bloody is that like a bad word I've heard nah, that's it's good it's good yes mate it's not it's like oh it's bloody good yeah I'm oh, honest bloody good yeah okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we've met a lot of Australians here, actually. So it's been pretty cool to talk to them and just hear. It. Obviously, the the accent's pretty cool. Yeah, so. yeah, so. nah, it's it's pretty good, guys. You guys don't know how lucky you are over here. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good country. You know, the country's the same size. Yeah, people don't know that. So, um, United States is uh, two million square miles. Uh, two and a half million square miles. Australia is two million square miles. Okay. So they're pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. But you, what do we got? 400 million people here in the states yeah we've only we haven't even got 30 million people yet oh wow yeah no so if you look at it's the driest continent on earth other than the antarctica Mm -hmm. you know it's the flattest continent on earth yeah um and you know so yeah it's it's pretty desolate it's crazy wow so when australia was started they just released a whole bunch of convicts yeah so, are you related to any of them convicts? Uh, nah. So Brisbane, you know, is my last name. Yeah. So there's a capital. There's a capital city. City is there are like seven states over there and a territory. Mm-hmm. Um, so Queensland is one of the states. That's mm-hmm. and the capital of that is Brisbane. So yeah, Governor Brisbane, he's a relative. Long, long time ago, but sh- shit, he never gave me any money at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a very good uncle. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, oh, that's funny. So, um, nah. So it's it's yeah, it's been good. But like I said, guys, it's it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are real lucky. Um, you know, we rodeo over home. There's some good cowboys. Yeah, yeah. There's some good cowboys. Over I, home. I've told people that for years. Like, you know, if you look at the qualifiers from the NFR, look at how many people came from the four state area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a lot of them came through like Fort Scott, Missouri Valley, Jess Pope. Leading the world right now. Yeah. He came from Missouri Valley with, yep. with Mason, Coach yep. Mason. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And so he hit, well, his dad went to Fort Scott. Yeah. His brother's, his brother's going to Missouri now, too. Yep. Yeah. He's working for uh, um, McKellips Rodeo. Yep. He's been picking up for them. Yep. With yep. Chuck nah. and Charlie. Yeah. No, nah, it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. That, you know, Missouri, you don't think of it much, but, you know, there's some hands. There's some hands, yeah, there's yeah, some hands there around there. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, being a vet, what is one of the most unique situations you've ever had? Um, 
you know, so it's terrible. I feel naked when I go somewhere and I haven't got my vet stuff. So the poor kids and my wife, they just hate it because they have to pack everything. You know, I need, you know, I need all my vet supplies and whatever else. And, you know, everyone talks about the Las Vegas crud. I even, you know, I got some antibiotics. You know, I got some moxicillin and erythromycin, the z packs for people, you know. But, Heck yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, mate, so. Um, Illegal drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that yeah, um, Lucky yeah. was pretty sore that yeah, day. Yeah. He needed some antibiotics. <laughs> um, yeah, unique stuff. Um, you know, I'm just lucky that I can do that. Mm -hmm. It's what I enjoy. I'm around animals all the time. So if I can, you know, that's why I feel naked. You know, I don't care about the money type thing. You know, yeah. if you work hard enough, you can get the money. But, you know, just as long as I can help someone, if mm -hmm. someone's, you know, I've been at quite a few rodeos where, you know, something's happened in the arena that I was lucky, you know, and fortunate yeah. enough that I was there. Yeah. Um, and that, so... <laughs> you know, I suppose, you know, um, you know, a couple of times I had to dart, you know, cattle along the side of the road, you know, go into a rodeo or something and have to, you know, dart something because it's on the side of the road yeah. and, you know, a bunch of things like I'm that. I'm sure you've yeah. had a lot of experience with all sorts of different things. Yeah. So, yeah. but so you took the leap of faith to come to the States at a young age. Where do you feel like you would be if you would have never came to the States? You know what? Um, Probably I don't regret anything that I've done. I'm 50 years old now. Come over here when I was 18. You know, I suppose the biggest regret, hardest thing, you know, mum and dad. I left mum and dad when I was 18 yeah. mm -hmm. and been over here 30 years. He lost my dad a year ago. Actually, it's probably a year ago today. Mm -hmm. um, we had been to Vegas last year. We went to Arizona. Uh, you know, I went to Arizona as a wheel there a day or so. My sister called me and said, Dad's sick. So it's the craziest thing. You know, Dad would take me to every rodeo. We started rodeoing in 87. Mm -hmm. We'd get on steers and junior bulls and steers over home right. in 87. And then um, so Dad would go. Me and my dad went to, you know, 35 rodeos the first year that I rodeoed. Oh, wow. um, dad never rodeoed, but Dad could ride a horse really good. Um, but So he would take me to these rodeos, and it was it was good so dad he passed away but so my sister called me my girls at my office my veterinary office they got me a plane ticket that night so i went home that day a buddy of mine he's a copper now he's a sergeant in the police in the police force in australia so he come um he went ahead and picked me up the airport he went straight to the hospital i seen my dad talked to my dad for about half an hour and he passed away mm. so you know my biggest regret on everything is probably not spending more time with my mom and dad mm -hmm. but but I, I've been very fortunate over here. I, I don't regret anything. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and I bet your yeah. dad, you know, he was he was proud of you for doing your own thing, you know, yeah. like chasing mm -hmm. your dream. And they were behind me. I had a, oh, well, my, my, my rodeo chaps, there was a beer company over there, um, Powers Brewery. Um, they actually had a, back a long to time ago before I had grey hair, I had red hair. So they had a beer, Big Red. Mm -hmm. And actually they gave me a little bit of money to come over here. Yeah. So on my chaps, I got Big Red, Powers awesome. Brewery Company. That's you know, on my, on my chaps, you know, Dad helped me get that and an uncle and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. It's, it's really cool to just see, you know, the opportunity that America offers, you know. I feel like I've heard a lot of really cool stories and, I, I think it, we take it for granted, you know, how fortunate we have to be able to do anything, anything in it that you have your mind, you know, in your mind that you want to do. I feel like is 
you're capable of doing here. It's just a matter of getting to work and, and getting connections and getting to work, mate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big thing. You know, yeah. you see all these 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 older gentlemen out here roping in Arizona for the yeah. for the week for the sun. When you know, they didn't just get here. Yeah. No. And they've worked for twenty years before they got here. Right. So that's one thing I hope, you know, you young guys you gotta work hard. And it yeah. comes around. You work hard, this country's amazing. Yes, sir. It's, yeah. You know. Yeah, so. there's a lot of opportunity out there. It's just how hard you want to work. Yes, sir. Yeah. So these kids, I hope, you know, and most of them do, but they need to feel themselves fortunate. You know, mom and dad packing up for a, two weeks, not working, coming down here and running these kids around mm-hmm. to all these events that they've got, you know, and, you know, and the NFR, you know, and that, but all these junior events they got down there. Man, there's all kind. Of, there's like four or five arenas set up here in Vegas that's all just junior stuff. There's no adults. It's just juniors. Yeah. It's crazy. And, yeah. It's it's amazing. And like I said, these kids, most of them do appreciate it, but they probably need to say thanks to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They'll, they'll know one day. I mean, it, any kid, it's hard in the moment to understand what your parents are really doing for you until you grow up, and then you're like, holy mm-hmm. smokes. <laughs> I'm nothing without my parents, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So definitely yeah. fortunate for that. For but, sure. But yes, we uh, we appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us for a little bit and getting to know you. It's pretty cool. It's, this is like the melting pot of cowboys from all over the world this <laughs> right. time of year, obviously, but uh, it's pretty cool to have you from Missouri up here. Yeah, uh, talking to us here in Vegas. Yeah, it's unreal. So I got two of my girls that were just roping now. They were just roping, and that one of them made in the short go, and she missed in the short go. And uh, so yeah, I don't really want to talk to her at the moment. But, <laughs> but, but mate, you know it's so great. Again, you guys have so many. We the kids have so many opportunities here. Right. You know, work. You know, mum and dad's worked hard enough to get them down the road. Right. Yes, sir. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, at the end of each of our show, we ask our guests what the first song is that comes to their mind, and then we sing together. So, what is the first song that comes to your mind? <laughs> you really want to know. It's a pub with no beer. Pub with no beer? Yeah, Slim Dusty. Okay, I'm, I don't know this one, so <laughs> yeah. you're going to be the only one singing, but I'll, yeah. I'll try to sing along with it. <laughs> pub with no beer. <laughs> can you play the lyrics? Is that e- is you- that even a pub? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a restaurant, ain't it? Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's an old singer over home, you know, um, that he yeah, Slim Dusty passed away, I think, a few years ago now, uh, and that. So he had a he had a song, pub with no beer. Yeah. Okay. What is a dingo? A dingo. Oh, it's like a it's a oh fox and just a, a little fox? yeah it's a mate it's a strained version of a fox okay yeah dog right. wolf whatever you call whatever. it pretty All big right. yeah okay i'm just gonna show you guys the lyrics you and cody can sing it i'll, <laughs> I'll be the phone holder the DJ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i'm a veterinarian not a damn singer <laughs> well, that's this the your, point this is your time to shine you never know what happens right, american idol might call yeah. <laughs> oh it's a lonesome away from your kindred and old by the campfire at night Will the wildlingos call But there's a nothing so lonesome Morbid or dear Than to stand in the bar Of a pub with no beer Now the publican's anxious For the quota to come And there's a faraway look On the face of the bum the maid's gone all cranky, cranky and the cook's acting queer. Oh, what a terrible place with a pub with no beer. 
That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all checking in, sticking around. And listening to another episode of the Everything Rodeo Podcast. I want to thank Aaron Brisbane for coming on the show. The Australian vet. That's what you're in my uh, phone as for years since high school. In my phone, you've been Aaron Brisbane, the uh, the Australian vet. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it very <laughs> thanks much. For, thanks for yep. coming. Thank you. Thanks, guys. But the smile on his face quickly turns to a sneer as the barman says sadly the pub's got no beer.